Hello and welcome. You're listening to Met My Match. A podcast where a husband and wife discuss various topics while attempting to answer the age-old question. Who's right and who's wrong? Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of Met My Match. I'm Christopher. And I'm Shelby. And let's start off immediately with our first two topics for discussion today. Hot dog. Is it a sandwich? <laughs> and then we talk about, or yeah, pumpkin spice. But these are our daily disputes that we post about on Twitter. If you follow us on Twitter, uh, we post one once a week and kind of, you know, talk about it the next week. <clears throat> so, hot dog. What is it a sandwich to you or is it not? I would say a hot dog. Uh, so... A hot dog is more or less just—it's a hot dog. It's its own thing. It's not a so it's its, its own category. Yeah. Okay. What makes it its own category? So it's not like a so like a sub is almost a sub sandwich is almost the same thing. Basically, that long piece of bread with stuff inside it. But a sub sandwich has openings on both sides versus a hot dog, which is only open on one side. Hot dogs only open on one side. Yeah. What? The hot dog bun only opens on one side. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I not the hot meant... dog itself. <laughs> I was like. Is it like a baguette and you just shove the wiener in there? Because I've seen that That's over in Germany. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, then what do they call those in Germany? I forget. Something entirely different. Okay. Something brochen. Oh, it's yeah. fancy. I I think it could be um, a sandwich <clears throat> because you're putting toppings on it. You're putting condiments on it. Well, you put, you put toppings on spaghetti. Is spaghetti now a sandwich? I don't put toppings on spaghetti. People put toppings on spaghetti. What, what toppings? Cheese. That, like, parmesan? Yeah, that's a topping. <laughs> no, people that's topping, different. People that's put toppings different. on ice cream. Okay, so this, hot dog is, has... Is ice cream now a sandwich? <laughs> There's ice cream sandwich. So, yeah. That's not fair. <laughs> you didn't think I was gonna go there, did you? No, I didn't think you were gonna go there. I think you, I think I was cheated on that one. No, I just think your your brain don't work too good. Maybe. <laughs> but I think it could be a sandwich. I if it has its own category, because you said um you said something oh subway sandwich. Yeah. So a sub sandwich still has the word sandwich in it and hot dog well, yeah, doesn't, so that's part of your argument. It yeah. doesn't have the word sandwich in it. Um, cause the way, the way you put on toppings for a hot dog is you put it long ways on top of the hot dog with a bun that's open versus sand, a sub sandwich, which is the top and the bottom are two different places and you put it on top of it. Okay. So then is it a taco? Cause it's open like this and you eat it the same way you would eat a taco. Tacos are crunchy. <laughs> is that the one exception? Yes. Tacos but are tacos crunchy. have soft, we, we eat soft tacos. Yes. But those are wrapped. Oh my god okay <laughs> okay whatever so are we gonna agree to disagree on that i think one? we're gonna agree to disagree on that one. <laughs> all right up next tis the season pumpkin spice has it gone too far so see I, i'm not one of those guys that gets white girl wasted so i don't know if i can speak too much on pumpkin spice and i don't like I, the pumpkin spice world is not you know my realm that's more you than anything else Oh, I'm jaded about it. You're jaded about pumpkin spice. <laughs> I used to like it before it got like overhyped. Because before, and I think some places have changed the recipe. And before, you know, it was just Starbucks reigns supreme, right? And now Duncan has their own version. You can buy it in like K-cups and ground coffee at the grocery store. And I can't tell if SNL was doing a joke around about it. But apparently there is <laughs> there is pumpkin spice douche. Ew. 
No, I think that was a joke. Okay. Probably, <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know how douches work in the first place, so I don't, and we don't want to talk about that. Not the episode. topic that you yeah. should be covering but, uh, as a but, man. <laughs> I, but I thought pumpkin spice douche. I'm like, oh, that that's mm. weird. Can you taste things down there? You're not supposed to. Okay. You're not, not supposed to. Wait. Nope. This is rated R now. There this are is, taste buds. This is a not suitable for work podcast. <laughs> um, I, Well, okay. So I like the pumpkin spice. Like you can buy it. Like as any other spice, like cinnamon, whatever. It's literally just like nutmeg and cinnamon, like maybe two other things. And I don't, people just lose their absolute shit over it. We were watching something. It was like, uh, was it John Oliver? And he had a commercial or something like that about oh, pumpkin yeah, spice. He was like, no, but, this is but too But like far. seltzers now have pumpkin spice Yes, that, see? I can't tell that was a joke, but that does sound like I something feel, that actually is a thing now. It is. There is, a, um, they came out the fall selection. Oh, like, I did see them. They are selling them out yeah, in the stores. Yeah, a friend, a friend of mine tried all of them. It was like toasted marshmallow, pumpkin spice, the flan- apple. The flannel connection. Yeah, connection? This, this, this is not a collection. collection. This is not an advertisement, but it's apparently what it's called. It's a Bud Light flannel collection yeah so they're all like uh, flannelized cans and they have yeah toasted marshmallow apparently spice. apparently they taste like how you would think a scented candle would taste and it's not very good we might have to test taste test them for you guys we probably should and then like report back we will if we, we will, can find them we will find them and we will tweet <laughs> our uh tweet our reviews okay well I think it's gone too far as far as like the realm of the pumpkin spice. But... And this way, I will agree with you just because I have no other. Like, I, I have, have no, no other, other stance yeah. on this. This is this is a stance <laughs> I, I don't care about. Over it. <laughs> I, I drink I drink pumpkin spice coffee. It tastes good. Yeah, it's good. I just think that people have taken it too too far. I believe you. That's that my one. two cents. And right. I, I'm going to end on that. And uh, yeah. So now on to our main subject for the episode. <laughs> um, so something both me and Shelby have experienced just on two different uh i would guess starts is being a military dependent so obviously as a kid i just grew up in that world so i've always kind of experienced being a dependent in the military um from always moving uh basically military always being part of my life uh to the point to where i've joined it whereas you obviously just recently became military dependent yeah i was i was a normie and now i'm not yeah so they're so like I've always been in the system, so it's not yeah. it's not anything weird for me when I get told something. But there's been more than a couple times in the past couple of months where I said something <laughs> and you just looked at me blankly, and I'm like, oh wait. Yeah, I'm still learning like the um, terminology and the acronyms. Uh, actually, on a medical form I was filling out at the clinic, I put I, d- I didn't put the right acronym, and they're like, what is this? And I was like, oh, it's supposed to be such and such. Like, oh, well, that acronym is this. And I was like, well, whatever, fuck it. <laughs> I know one of the big things is, like, obviously, I had to know my parents' social security number because they were my sponsors and everything else. So, I, you know, I knew all this stuff about And them. I still don't know yours. Yeah, and you, you have to know mine, which, like, <sighs> I just didn't dawn on me when I was happening. On the flip side. I've had to, like, have a crash course in it, honestly. But on the flip side, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, Sam, on the flip side um there's a lot of things i didn't know i had to do for you as a as my dependent yeah there were certain things that i kind of couldn't do on my own that he has to do as my what they call sponsor yeah and yeah i've this is it's like being an alien right now like it's a whole it's a whole new world 
<laughs> the only unfortunate thing we have yet to experience is, and I've actually, you know what? I will not. I've been able to experience some of that Dependa action, not through you though. Dependa, but, tell but, no. Describe what the Dependa me. is. Well, Dependa. So a Dependa can be many things. It can be a man or a woman, right? Yes, but okay. usually it's a it's a kind of militarized version of a Karen. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, as, as in they wear their spouse's rank and all that. Yeah, yeah. They kind of act like they are the one that's active duty. Now, a big thing I've heard about... <laughs> Without and, the actual, like, yeah. being involved. <laughs> a big thing I've heard about and having an experience up until you show me are these spouses' Facebook groups. Yeah. I joined a few of them just, honestly, to get info and maybe find friends, but I'm not sure if that's the right avenue for me. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not sure if this is the right journey for so me. So what have you experienced in all of these spouses' groups, which... For my, from what I've seen and from the few clips I've seen, like before we always got married and I didn't know they, or I knew they existed, but not able to get to them, is just spitting vitriol just across you know, spouse to spouse. Yeah, there's some negativity in there, but most of it's people actually helping each other. So there is a lot of that. Well, that's um, cool. But it's it's kind of like the both extremes, people being helpful and informative. And then there are people that... Um, because, you know, you get this everywhere you go. There's people that are rude or just inconsiderate or they, um, I guess, expect a whole lot. And I'm not sure why people have, like, you know, just preconceived notions about whatever place they're living at whenever they, you know, go to a new base or something like that. Um, just always going with a fresh mindset wherever you go, right? Yeah. No matter military or not. Um, I guess that's, like, why my perspective is a little bit different from... I guess other dependents because I haven't been in it very long. <laughs> and then, you know, you being just a military brat is what they call it. Yeah. Just, you know, raised in all that military lifestyle and lingo. Yes. Knowing yeah, so everything. I, yeah. My life's pretty much been bo being born overseas and bouncing around yeah. uh, different countries my entire life. But I'm not unfamiliar with all of it. Um, I have family that was in the military. Uh, my mom was actually born overseas too. Um, different country. <laughs> Uh, but I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird. The Facebook groups are like a whole nother breed of animal, honestly. Now the crazy thing, I don't think you've got the experience yet, or there, there are some instances where you'll see even, even kids, military dependents will like actually wear their, their sponsors rank. That's so that weird. They'll talk, they'll be like, well, you can't talk to me that way. My daddy's a colonel. Or you can't talk to me that way. My <laughs> My husband's a major. Do you have any idea what he does? So that's like the equivalent of like a frat guy saying, my dad's a lawyer. Yes, that is exactly Yay, what it is. Yay, I got it. <laughs> I understand now. It's it's one of those few things that everybody talks about, but I don't think many have experienced. Like I have yet to experience it. I, I one day want to see it. Just I want to see it happen in the action. It's going to be like, I don't care who you are. So you've seen or heard other people talk about that? I have seen some like, instances of it. There's been a, when I was... Uh, German gate guards had talked about, I think it was the wing commander's wife, uh, got pulled over for, uh, inspection, which overseas that happens a lot, uh, just cause there's a higher, higher chance for danger out there. But she kept leaning over and joking about bombs, which is anything you don't do, especially going to a security checkpoint, whether it be TSA or even through a gate, you don't just keep talking about bombs. Well, of course they impounded her car and then like, you know, put, uh, put her in detention, not actually jailed her, basically put her in a room and all that. She called her husband. And apparently from what I was told, the, the wing commander was like, no, you screwed up. Uh, I'm going to let you sit there. I'm sure, I'm sure that part might've been 
a bit stretched, but I can only imagine how their marriage is doing. That that's wild. I and and again, it's just people's perspectives. I think is what it comes down to because I've met mili- like many many military uh, spouses, especially where we were living out in Florida, um, surrounded by bases, and I had nothing but respect and love for the military. And then you know I meet people who were spouses like left and right, especially in our age and our demographic. But I mean, pretty much all chill, cool people and down to earth have not run into that yet. Here yeah, we'll I, see. I would say I'm like hoping. a lot of things, the the most amount of spouses are probably that way. And the one because you're not gonna hear about those type. You're gonna hear right. about you're gonna hear about the ones that basically cause the ruckus and you're like, ooh, tell me more. I need, the to, I need to know. <laughs> the drama, but I don't want to be a part of the drama. I don't want to be a part of the drama, but please. Filming in on all the drama. Yeah. So there sometimes there's there's drama that happens in the, the Facebook groups, but I mean it's not like that. And that's the stuff that it's makes not it that out of much the drama. Yeah. Whatever. That's the stuff you see posted <laughs> on Reddit or or other Facebook groups to so like, can you believe they said this? Yeah. But I'm sure as time goes on, I'll have more experience in that realm and then more stories to share, maybe. Speaking of stories to share and being in that realm. Uh, for some people who have Hulu or have heard about it, there is a new show called Only Murders in the Building. Yes. And I don't know about you, but when we started watching it, I felt a little bit attacked <laughs> because um, this is not giving out too much. Um, the main characters in the show, they start a podcast. And so when we were watching it, we were like, oh my God, this is hilarious because they're kind of in the same boat that we're in. Well, they don't just Only start there's a true crime. Yeah. Um, they were first, they were first big listeners to a true crime podcast. Yeah, exactly. And I think even in the show, they joked about the fact that, you know, all the people who are listening are usually, uh, white women just kind of listening yeah. and they're like i could solve this i know yeah. i know what the murderer did yeah like i i've i've been picturing everything i got the whole thing on my wall and then doing research it's like which was hilarious yeah. to me because i've seen you i've come in and listened to you I listen like halfway through something sometimes. just listening to the true crime podcast yeah and it's like why why is it uh women's fascination with serial killers and blood or just things that are just morbid and the, the macro breath thing. Um, I don't I don't listen to that many true crime ones. I listen to like a lot of history, sciencey things, and it just seems that the most common topic is things that happened back in the day. And back in the day, it was not pretty. I mean, there was plagues. There was people, you know, taking body parts. And for those who know, back in the day was actually a Thursday. <laughs> Yeah, it's always a Thursday or uh, but, a Wednesday. But to get back to only murders in the building. Yeah, uh, sorry. Highly suggested. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of referential stuff in there that made it really funny. Um, the fact the fact that they're a fledgling podcast, I think, just resonated with us. Oh, absolutely. Um, That's why I felt I didn't like feel attacked in like the whole mean way. I felt attacked in like the whole humorous way. Like, oh my gosh, this is hilarious because we're dealing with similar stuff, but they're just doing it in like a whole true crime way. Um, was it Steve Martin and Martin Short and Selena Gomez yes. are the main characters. And I just love Steve Martin and Martin Short together. They're just hilarious just in their own right. And then you throw them in this, you know, setting. It's chaos, honestly. Which big thing in a I, good way. Yeah, which big thing I think I've forgotten this was how how great of friends they are. 
going far as back as the uh, Three Musketeers where they had Chevy Chase as well. Which the unfortunate thing is, it, if you... What? It wasn't Three Musketeers, was it? Yeah, Three Musketeers. That might have been the first thing they were in, but that was one of their first movies they went together. No, I, it's the Sombreros with the... Oh, the Mary, you're right. Like... Oh, I got that totally wrong. <laughs> it's Three Something. It's and three, why, something. three Amigos. Three Amigos, that's what it is. Wow, Musketeers. They sound the same. Did the drink that I make you, too? was it too strong? I'll say maybe for those for those listening, which is everybody so far that's listening. All eight uh, subscribers. All eight, which that's the thing we've been doing. Um, so as we bounce back and forth, this is still doing the only murders in the building. One thing I laughed about when Steve Martin kept looking at their numbers, people who were listening, because um, I've been doing that every now and then as I look at our estimated audience, and I think we've reached up to eight. Woo-hoo! So thanks to our eight listeners who are listening every week. Yeah, probably you and I, one of them. Probably so six <laughs> listeners. You know, to say that you have to cut us down. Uh, but yes, the Three Amigos with uh, Chevy Chase was one of the first movies I think they had done together. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Chevy Chase is not that much a friendly guy apparently in Hollywood, so that's why you haven't seen him much. Well, we won't but get it, into all that. But it would have been great if he'd been in the show. Or, or yeah, or have made an appearance. But yeah, so far so good. We're liking it a lot. Um, we haven't finished it because we 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 caught up and binged it. Because the it. show hasn't finished. Yeah, we we've caught up and binged it. And we're just like there's not another episode. What do we do? Well, the bad thing <laughs> is the show has us on the same trajectory that most true crime listeners of uh, true crime podcast listeners are doing, which is sitting there saying like what happened next? Yeah. Meanwhile, us when the show ends that week, what happened next? Yeah. The most like most of the podcasts that I've listened to that dabble in in the true crime world, it's like the crime has already happened right and it's just a story recounting that or it's um some discoveries have happened in recent months or recent years and they want to dive back into it like it's a cold case or something like that and i think that's what like the there was like one person that they were really uh, fond of uh a big fans of in the show and, and she was doing something similar in that in aspect but I, I like it a lot. Um, definitely check it out if you like. It, it's to me, it, it reminds me of like Clue, the movie Clue, but like a whodunit type of thing. Yeah, it's funny, but there's some there's some you know Which dark stuff. Which if you stuff, have not watched murder. the movie Clue, yes, the movie Clue is based off the board game, and yes, it is an amazing movie. Yes, both, I w- both things. I will say, and and it's not really a spoiler. It does have three endings. Now, the cool thing about uh, the Clue movie when it first came out, and it's one of those things that they did as a movie that you don't see people doing anymore, is depending when you saw and depending where you saw it is dependent on which ending you got. So nowadays, if you watch it, yeah. um, you'll see, you'll see oh, I think three or four endings. Yeah. But back when it came out, and I think in the late 80s, it actually came out. With varying different endings depending on which movie you saw, because they're yeah, yeah, that was the thing. Oh wow! If you look this up, it's actually hilarious. People would come out and they said it sometimes created arguments because they're like, no, I saw and this person killed him. But the whole idea is you saw the movie and you're like, well, I know who killed him. It's like, yeah. Well, no, you don't. It was all dependent on which movie theater you went to go see it. Yeah, I think when you watch it now, um, they reveal all the different things and all the different uh, ways that things happen, and then obviously the the main killer is revealed at the end. Uh, but it's kind of like that in a way. Cause they're, like I said, there's some, there's some murder, there's some mystery, but it's still really funny. So it's got those aspects mixed in there. Um, that's why I kind of matched to the clue in my mind. Which makes sense. Yeah. 
We um, also recently uh, just got done watching Venom, Let There Be Carnage. And by recently, we mean about, looking at the clock. About three hours ago. Three hours ago. It was about an hour ago. Really? Yeah. No, we just it's got, 7.40. We just got out of the movie theater. We drove home. We did maybe a couple <laughs> things, and now we started we gotta the podcast. we got to do the podcast on the Venom. <laughs> Uh, but what, yeah, what's your take on it? How did you like it? I really enjoyed the movie. Um, I know a lot of people, well, I say a lot of people, I know reviews I'd read online, people didn't like how fast paced it was, which I did feel was kind of fast paced. The movie happened really quickly. Um, there, there wasn't too much break in time for anything um, to really calm it down. Yeah, um, there weren't, like, there wasn't any lull. I mean, if you want action packed, that it was action packed. And there still didn't take away anything from the storyline, I don't think. Like, I could still, I was still able to follow it. Um, but yeah, it was pretty fast paced. But I I didn't really notice that too much because I felt like how the pacing was kind of matched the chaos that ensued yeah. throughout the entire yeah. movie. And I, I will say, like, this, this is all spoiler free, so you can keep listening. Um, and this is one of the things you saw in the actual advertisements they joked about was the fact that they're almost like an old couple now. Where they're arguing. Yeah. Yeah. That, that argument they do in the trailer actually takes on the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Like an old married couple almost. Which is the uh, great because that's pretty much what they were portraying. Yeah. I mean, I think that uh, Tom Hardy, right? Yeah, Tom Hardy. Yeah, he, he did a great job. Um, bring off to, to a tangent. To both. Bring off to a tangent real quick. Uh-oh. Speaking of old married couples and acting that way, um, <laughs> I think you kind of know this, but in the movie Hook... Um, the actor playing Hook and the actor playing Smee basically talked about... Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, so what what they had talked about is... And if you watch the movie after hearing this, you understand. They play it as an old married couple. Yeah, it makes total sense. Like, like now that you, if you know that and you watch it again. I know Hook is played by Dustin Hoffman. I can't remember the name of the actor who plays Smee. But yeah, once once you know that and once you watch the movie... Yeah. um, it's act it's He's a great British actor, too. It's actually pretty hilarious to understand, like, oh, that actually makes a lot of sense in how they're playing it out. Yeah, it's it's adorable. It's like, oh, it's an old gay couple. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it was um, cute. Um, but I liked Venom. I thought that um, it went well. Um, I don't know a whole lot about, like, the comic books style of Venom and um, it's. I mean, it's a much different story. Um, obviously... I know people get mad when it doesn't directly translate from comic book to movie. But then again, as they pointed out multiple times, the movies are their own multi-universe in the whole pantheon that is the multiverse. Of Marvel, yeah. Yeah. Um, Was there something that you didn't like about it? There wasn't anything I did not hate about the movie. Um, Going into it, I knew, you know... It probably wasn't going to be exactly what's in the comic book, which is completely fine. It's its, it's, its own thing. But like I yeah. said, probably the only thing I really disliked was the the fast pacedness of the movie. But I I can other than that, I I can deal with that. That's not a huge thing. Yeah, I was I didn't really honestly have any problem with that. We weren't missing anything. There was context throughout the like I said, there was no plot holes that I could really notice. The big uh, thing I will say is that after credit scene, which is a after credits. It's mid-credits. There's yeah. no after-credits scene. So I would say stay till the mid-credits and then you're good. That scene blew my fucking mind. That scene was awesome. Yes. And it blew a lot of people's minds in the theater, too. They're they like, oh, that's sick. Yeah, there, there was audible gasps and loud yelling in the movie theater. 
which for a small town is kind of mm -hmm. by itself. Mm -hmm. So I can only imagine in big movie theaters, that was a big reveal. Oh, I'm sure. Um, I think that's going to bring a lot of big news to the, I guess the, the next few movies that are coming out that are, you know, from Marvel and their whole universe and trajectories. Cause we've also been watching um, what if, yeah. and that's been really throwing me for a loop too. Like it, it, <laughs> It got really dark, and then it got okay, and then it got dark again. <laughs> what it started that it started out wholeheartedly. It's, it's like shit. okay, this is not bad. And then after after every episode of What If, it's like, what happens if this person died? And it pretty much became that. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, they just keep dying. Which apparently the only constant that I've seen in What If is that Tony Stark never lives. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, because well, I mean, it's because he has to because of what he did in that one um possibility like the one remember like how uh dr strange was like there's only one chance well, and one yeah, opportunity but he, for but this he never to work. got to that point um so it's always a break in it so there's some there's some points where yes and people should argue that him dying is a constant it's like well not yeah, really yeah i think it it's, is it's well it never happens at the same point a constant okay. time would have to happen at the same exact time every time okay and this is a bit of a little bit of a spoiler but it's like what happens in uh dr strange's episode with his love interest and how he becomes Dr. Strange with the whole mysticism and everything like that. The one thing that keeps happening is that constant, um, just death. Yeah. Her, her death is a constant and always happens at the same time. Right. This is different because it ends up happening, but just in different formats Yeah. with, uh, Tony. Yeah. yeah. But, um, this most recent one, oh gosh, like I'm, I'm scared. <laughs> Because Ultron's uh, terrifying. Yeah, now now he's in the multiverse taking over shit. Yeah. Which uh, a lot he's of people... so powerful. And I always say a lot of people. i got to stop using that phrase. But one thing I had seen was people were tying together uh, the exact moment that in Loki, where they break the time timeline. Well, timeline, not really breaking. I guess break breaking the TVA. And that's, oh, yeah. And it starts breaking into the multiverse and branching off. For those of you um, who don't know what the TVA is, it's the Time Variance Authority. Yes, I believe so. Okay. And that is part of uh, the show Loki. Unfortunately, our podcast isn't big enough to have a sidekick to basically Google everything for us. So that way we can make sure we're getting there. <laughs> I just don't want people right. to, to be listening and be like, what the hell are they talking about? I would assume if they're listening to that part, they probably know what the maybe, TVA is. Maybe. Um, but yeah, I don't want to go too too far off into the Marvel thing. We, we can always reconvene and... Spend yeah, we'll more say, time I, on those things. I will say, so far, it looks like everything's connected to breaking the multiverse, which seems to be everything coming out after that ties into what's happening. Uh, yeah. Movies, TV shows, YouTube shorts. Right. Which brings us back to that um, little bit after the, or mid-credits after Venom with that little reveal. Like, ooh, more things are happening with the universe. Ah, like, this, you're too much. More things. Just more things are happening. More That's things all. Are, more things are happening. That's all. That's all I'm going to say about that. More, more exciting things. Yes. It's going to be cool. And I'm not sure how it's going to how it's going to go. It's going to be interesting to see how it all ties together in the end. Especially, I think, uh, the next big Marvel movie coming out is Spider-Man Far... No Way Home. No Way Home, yeah. Yeah, which comes out in December. Which is a lot of people know, um, if you've seen the trailer, Doc Ock showing up. Uh, the Sandman may show up, Lizard may show up, Goblin's showing up, mm -hmm. um, all the baddies, Electro showing up, and I don't know if they've confirmed 
Vulture, but I know he's showing up in the Mobius movie, which is part of the, which may be part of the connected universe for mm-hmm. uh, Spider-Man. I just got to look up when that movie comes out because that may come up in between. Yeah, Mobius, I think, is, uh, well, we, I just keep seeing the trailer for it, and so I'm kind of looking forward to that one, too, even though it seems like a... Um... So Mobius in Spider-Man is the living vampire? Yes. Um, which he, if you've ever seen the, obviously the comic books or seen the TV show, um, that's, that's where they come from, mm-hmm. which being played by Jared Leto. So we'll see how he does. Last thing he did was the Joker and people did not like that. I think his acting's on the issue. I think it's, um, a little bit deeper than that, but I digress. <laughs> <laughs> I digress. Okay. Mobius comes out January. Okay. Next so year. yeah. So it's going to come out after. So we may see that connect to everything else. Mm-hmm. Considering it is a Sony movie with some Marvel in it. Yeah. And this is not going to be the Marvel podcast, so I apologize in advance if we dive off that deep We're, gonna, we're just we're gonna Marvel break up, We're going to break off into tangents, and that may happen <laughs> a lot. If Harry Potter ever comes out with anything new, then maybe we'll do that. Um, I'm not sure. Actually, I lied. They are coming out with a video game. Oh, okay. Video game. Fine. <laughs> um, well, we are going to just have to... Speaking Come of, to a close uh, yeah. now with everything. Mostly because we've run out of topics to talk about. But we run out of topics. Well, we have a lot more stuff to talk about for next yeah. time. So we don't want to. Next time, apparently, she wants to film again on useless shit that I don't know about that she wants to tell me. No. So it will be so it will be a recording <laughs> of reactions of things I'll be learning. It's just random stuff that lives in my brain rent free. And I just got to let it out. People got to know about that's it. That's actually, well, that's actually a segment. We'll call it. Things living rent-free in Shelby's mind. And she'll just explain that during the episode. Yes, I love it. I'm excited. Let's do it. (laughs) All right, we'll do that. So that'll that'll become the next uh, one of our ongoing segments as well as We'll try it. We'll test it out. But yeah, um, hope everyone has a wonderful day, makes great choices. And remember to like and subscribe to our podcast. Uh, We're on Spotify and Apple. And everyone have a great day. Everyone have a great day. Catchphrase. Catchphrase. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Met My Match. If you haven't yet, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We upload a new episode every other week. Also, please follow us on Twitter at met underscore my underscore match, where we drop our daily dispute and discuss it on the following show. Thanks again for listening.